Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 3rd, five minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So there's a new USA Today Suffolk University poll. And in it, it is not good news for President Biden. It's mostly good news for Donald Trump, but it's also uh, says something about independence as well. So uh, Donald Trump leading President Biden among Hispanic and also younger voters. Yeah, you went uh, kind of talk about this yesterday it was actually on i think our template for yesterday and we just ended up not getting to the story but it really is uh if you're a biden person i don't know how many biden people are even left but i mean if you're a person let's why don't we phrase it this way there's probably more of these people if you're somebody who hates trump this is alarming to you because trump not only doing very well and running up the score in areas he should be doing well he's doing well in areas that traditionally shouldn't work for any Republican, much less Donald Trump. Or haven't in the past. So Biden's sitting at 39% for Hispanic voters and Trump is at 39%. What was the the number? Biden is at 34% and in 2020 he was at 65% in that demographic. So he's losing big time numbers. So two things. Number one, what this proves is, and it's actually kind of like super racist that they do this and it's actually, even if you don't want to say it's racist, it's super demeaning, that the premise from both Republicans and Democrats like establishment Republicans and Democrats is the only thing that Hispanics care about is illegal immigration. Mm. And they're all in on illegal immigration. And clearly this poll is showing, I mean, that, and that is, it's super demeaning to that group of people to say, well, all you care about is somebody based on their country of origin being able to break the law, that you're that you know, kind of disgusting of a person that that's what you vote on. It's never been true. It's not true now. And this polling bears it out because what Hispanics care about, just like what almost any other voting bloc cares about, in many ways, we're much, much the same. It's uh, ability to feel safe. It's the ability to provide a quality life for your family. It's uh, the ability for your children to have a better life than, than you've had, an environment that will create that. It is being able to afford food. It's being able to have a, you know, a decent home. Uh, most people, there are some people that are out there that are you know, freeloaders and grifters and things of that nature, but many people are fine with working for a decent quality of life. They're fine with doing their part, but they don't want the government to create policies that are a hindrance to that. And Republicans and Democrats alike keep creating policies that are hindrances, whether it's black or brown or white of all races, all ethnicities, a hindrance of those people being able to elevate them and future generations up the ladder. You mentioned freeloaders and grifters, and those people are already in the government, but the (laughs) uh, qualities or the qualifications that Hispanics want, that list that you named, that's the same thing that I want. That's the same thing that I think every American wants. And the poll also showed that Biden is not only losing Hispanics, he's also losing in the black vote. He's gone from 87% support in that demographic, now down to 63%. But here's the big shocker coming out of this one is that he is using younger voters. And it's not because they are turning away from him 
because of his poor performance. It's because they're disappointed that he's not being more extreme on issues like climate change and voting rights and also the student loan repayments. Yeah, and the big alarming part of this, and I don't know what they, do they specify what they what they classify how about that do they specify the age the age group of a younger voter no it doesn't say let's just say it's 18 to 34 which is generally kind of what they go off of or even let's say it's probably 18 to 24 it really does give you um it really does give you insight into how the public education system has totally warped the minds of these people these are the same group of people who don't think we should be pro-Israel. They think we should be pro-Hamas. I mean, people need to wake up about what's going on in our public schools, about who's calling the shots, and about what kids are learning. The fact that people see the those people see the policies of Biden, and they say, it's not that they're not working, it's that you haven't been extreme enough with the failed policy. I mean, I, I really do. And the, the problem with this is, it's always been that younger people tend to be more idealistic. They tend to be more gullible, more vulnerable in terms of buying lies from politicians or, you know, mistruths, whatever. But they're being, and, and as they become adults and start getting paychecks and they kind of phase out of that and say, oh my gosh, I was so silly. The problem now is they're becoming so radicalized inside of the public education system and they're being so radicalized at such a young age that it's taking longer and longer and in some cases it's impossible to undo the just indoctrination mm-hmm. that they are subjected to. Uh, the Actually, it doesn't have a specific age, but it does say voters under 35. Okay. So you were right there 18 with to 18 34. to yeah, 34. Sure. But uh, the survey said that 37% are with Trump compared to Biden, who is sitting at 33%. So so he really has, and I I don't know if it goes into the black vote there, but he really, other than maybe the black vote, has no core constituency left, then he probably does okay with women just because Trump is kind of just repulsive to many women. But, I mean, other than black voters and women, but women, I don't know. I mean, it's probably pretty close. It's not even a base, a reliable base. If you're losing the young, if you're losing the Hispanic, I mean, he would be headed towards, (laughs) assuming the votes are counted accurately and above board, and uh, everybody who is who they say they are is who votes, um, Pennsylvania, that, uh, (laughs) I mean, he he would be headed towards a, a, a historic landslide. I mean, you'll never get 49 states like Reagan did, but you could see a 40 state victory for Donald Trump. But are they going to Donald Trump or are they going to be going to third party candidates who aren't Trump? Well, that's the question. And we've long talked about, I reject any poll that doesn't have Robert F. Kennedy Mm -hmm. Jr. in it because he absolutely, as of right now, until they start running ads against him, should be considered in the process. He would qualify to be on the debate stage by the debate stage standards if the election were held today. So he should be included. That'll be the question. Some of them will. Some of them will go to somebody like Cornell West, the far left, far left people. Some will go to the, uh, is it Jill Stein that's running again as the Green Party person? And, but who knows? I mean, it's so far out at this point. We'll see if the, does the economy get better? Does the economy get worse? Does inflation better? Does inflation get worse? And the wild card is always Trump. If Trump ran an effective campaign, I would say he's in the driver's seat. But with Trump, it's always so undisciplined in terms of the messaging that he allows, he works against himself in terms of the undisciplined nature with which he tries to message his campaign. 
And so you just don't know what is Trump going to make the election about and is what Trump tries to make the election about what will actually resonate with people. Uh, it, Robert Kennedy Jr. has been kind of quiet lately. He just recently hired a new communications director and it's a prominent anti-vax activist, Del Bigtree. And this guy wrote a letter to his supporters and said it's the greatest opportunity of his lifetime. You know, there's a there's a, there's a saying in, in football that the, you know, the... Uh, the game is one, and I'm going to get this off a little bit, but the, the game is one at the line of scrimmage, right? Blocking and tackling. You can have the best players in all of football. You can have Patrick Mahomes and Justin Jefferson and uh, Derrick Henry, but if you don't have five big uglies up front who can move <laughs> bodies, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who mm-hmm. you have back there because the quarterback's going to get killed and not have time mm-hmm. to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Blocking, and same thing on defense. You can have the best linebacker, and you can have the best cornerbacks, and – but if, you, if you're getting blown off the ball at the line of scrimmage, you, your defense is not going to mount anything. Blocking and tackling in football, and politics is exactly the same, is where it all comes down to. And I think a guy like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is going to struggle because his whole campaign, he's basically a flashy receiver. He has this one thing, which mm-hmm. is the vaccines and the government intervention on vaccines, where people go, oh my gosh, this dude is standing up for us. But what's the rest of him? What's his blocking and tackling? How does he fix the economy? You don't know. How does he get inflation under control? You don't know. How does he deal with foreign policy? You don't know. How does he secure the border? You don't know. What is his view on abortion? I know he comes from a big Catholic family, but is he going to be willing as an official public policy to be a pro-life candidate? You don't know. And all of these things will come out. And that's the nuts and bolts. And this is where with Trump, it's infuriating that he will not get off the petty partisan bullcrap because the blocking and tackling is totally made for him this time. The blocking and tackling is the economy. It is inflation. Mm-hmm. It is the border. It is foreign policy. And he wants to talk about the wide receiver and running back play. And it's like, dude, just talk about the blocking and tackling. Well, Corinne Jean-Pierre, she was all over all of the networks yesterday, of course, because her boss was still on vacation. And she was addressing the fact that younger voters are leaving Biden. And how did she do that? Well, they just don't understand Bidenomics. How do you explain the groups that have supported Joe Biden for so long, Democrats for so long, now kind of looking around, actually, not and among young voters, too, not just that they're looking at at Donald Trump, but they're looking at other choices. How do you explain them sort of straying from this president, from the Democratic Party? So I'm going to get I'm going to be super mindful of 2024 as we're stepping as we're into an, an election year. Look, we understand what the American people went through these past three years. Right. We came out of a pandemic, mm-hmm. right, a pandemic that we haven't seen in 100 years. And when the president walked in, the economy was upside down. And so we get it. We get that. Fo- it's going to take a little bit of time for folks to feel what the binomics has been able to do. That's not something that I'm saying. That's something that economists have said. Right. It takes a little bit of time, but doesn't mean it doesn't mean that the president's not going to continue to work. Okay, so they've said that they're going to stick with Bidenomics and she says that it's upside down. By that, does she mean that it was working before he took office? Because since Biden's been in office, prices have gone up over 17 percent. Well, it is interesting. The strategy of their their messaging appears to be and they have been at this for a year now and they have not pivoted off of it. And you're kind of running out of time. Because by, hey, June, Mm -hmm. nationally, you have a message and you have a reason. Hey, here's the reason to vote for me. So they're running out of time and it appears they're set to stay on it, which is your life is great. You don't know how good it is. 
and we're to thank, and you're just wrong if you don't agree with us. And that is a very odd strategy to go at people with who do not believe their life Mm -hmm. is any better. Because I can tell you, Casey, I've tried that approach with numerous women over the years, and it (laughs) never worked out well. You just don't know how great I am. You're just wrong. (laughs) Doesn't seem to work. Okay, so Indianapolis preparing for a historic sports year, and we're going to get into that coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It is 20 minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So just within the past day, there's been a lot of publications coming out about the possibility of a four-day work week. Some companies introducing pilot programs and about 83% of Gen Z and millennial workers between the ages of 18 and 42 say they support a four-day work week. And uh, about 12% of U.S workers say, well, that's not an option where I work. Around here, I would say half of that work from home. So what does it matter? <laughs> By the way, have you, have you have you walked around our floor now? I, I know like three people on this floor mm-hmm. and there's all these new people. Yeah. And you should uh, introduce yourself. Well, I think maybe I'm just going to do that one say of these hi. days. Uh, so this is uh, Senator Chris Murphy. And he says that he supports a four day work week, but and not to help businesses. It's to solve loneliness. Oh, sure. If you talk about loneliness, part of the policy is social media regulation, but it's also free time and leisure time, right? Uh, giving people the space where they can go join a church or a social club. It's a, a, about um, connection. Yeah, you in, want a four-day work week. I want a four-day work week. I want more functional third places, right? I want more community pools, and I want more vibrant churches. Here's an idea, Casey, and I know this is a super, super radical idea, but I'm just going to toss this out there, okay? Okay. Um, Why don't we just let society decide Mm -hmm. and business decide and the workers decide on their own? Like if you really value a four-day work week and some company is willing to give that to you, then you can make that choice if you want to work there. If you are a person who that doesn't bother you and you're okay working five days a week, then why don't you go there and work? I mean, it's it's like, remember during the, 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 people always have these grandiose ideas, like human society has worked pretty well, save for when government gets involved and screws it up. But for the entire, essentially work, you know, modern American work history, it's been a five day mm-hmm. work week. And by and large, other than government intervention, a la COVID, society has worked pretty well. 
But then people always have to tinker with things. So remember during COVID how, oh, everybody's working from home and everyone's so happy. And this is going to be a new frontier of everyone working from home. And we've changed the game on behalf of the worker. Mm -hmm. And look at what we have seen the stats out of COVID prove. People were not actually more happy. Drug use up, alcoholism up, domestic abuse up, suicides up. People were not actually happy because... People are meant to be social beings. That's what we do. And a big part of socialization is going to work. They act like you have sent someone to a gulag because you have to work five days a week. Mm -hmm. And as though social media is creating loneliness. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about this with Kevin before because he's in that age of people that are out being social and meeting people and 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 trying to form bonds and relationships and Kevin we've talked about this before so many people your age are not meeting people in in bars or at ball games or other social events they're swiping on cellular telephones yeah i think people are discouraged to go out in public well that's the thing does a 4 day work week is that really going to solve the problem no. of loneliness he acts like people are going to on friday they're going to spend 12 hours at their church right it's I mean, that's, a, that was his theory. I want people to go to church. Well, newsflash, idiot. Uh, most churches have services on Wednesday and Sunday and some on Saturday. And if I, they're not going the other I, days of the week, why is one extra free day well, going to make you go? I can't speak for everyone, but I would make the most of that one extra day. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would, Kev. Mm-hmm. But th- this isn't about, it isn't about, uh, you know, loneliness. It isn't about people going to church. It's about the left's continued obsession with with striking away at, at the American fabric because the left believes America is inherently evil. The left believes, and based on the very foundation of the country, that it is irredeemable. And their goal is to burn the thing to the ground and build it back up in their image. And a big part of what has built America and the American fabric is the idea of work, is the idea of hard work, is the idea that you can get ahead if you're willing to work harder than the person next to you. And again, I bring you back to this work from home thing during COVID where everybody said, oh my gosh, it's a game changer. It's going to dramatically alter for the better how people live. It hasn't. It's been a lot worse for many people. That's been an increase in loneliness. Absolutely. Okay, so should uh, people be paying nearly $20 for a Subway sandwich. What do you think of this? Uh, Some people are being shocked at how much fast food is costing these days. Uh Are they pricing themselves out of the market? Check this out. Well, I got a bone to pick with Subway, okay? Um, I only wanted something small, okay? Nothing big. So I try to wrap. Never tried to wrap before. Just my little six-inch wrap, okay? Turkey. The only thing extra that I ordered was double turkey, okay? Double turkey. That's it, all right? One turkey wrap with extra turkey after my subtotal and tax, $18.91. For this? I didn't want to be a b- at the counter and be like, I'm sorry, what? And then to tip them, you got to add on another percentage. 
Why is she tipping at Subway? Well, okay, that was going to be my first question. Is there, uh, That's annoying when they ask you to tip at a place where it's a, a, a fast food place. Hey, look, if somebody brings you your food, mm-hmm. if somebody is, you know, you're a sit-down restaurant, absolutely, or a bar or whatever, people are serving you, absolutely tip. Tip generously. Help those people. There's no reason to Subway, McDonald's, any uh, Fazoli's, any of those places, there's no reason. And I asked my wife about this because early in her life she worked in a quick service and she said no we absolutely should should not do that um here so i would be fascinated and obviously this is just a kind of a regular person who's astounded i would love to ask that person number one does she understand why everything is so much more expensive now demand that the minimum wage gets raised guess what it gets passed on who did you vote for for president Mm -hmm. who did you vote for for congress who did you vote for as governor and your state legislature so i would love to have that conversation with her don't know it because she may totally be in tune you didn't get that one way or another from that clip the second thing would be and i love this uh, because subway has gotten markedly more expensive Mm -hmm. compared to other fast food places i casey and this will shock you um i am thrifty (laughs) and i am a coupon collector Mm -hmm. and uh anywhere i go to eat i have a coupon about 95 percent of the time for said place i'm either aware that they're having a special that is the Mm -hmm. equivalent of a coupon or i have a coupon built in and subway unlike any other place because i get coupons my dad gets the coupons and my wife's uh, grandmother gets the coupons and they all save the subway coupons for me because they're pretty decent coupons for what subway actually charges now and every time without fail that i go in there i get a questioned look yeah from the people who own the local subway are you using expired coupons no they're totally legitimate <laughs> they're mad though because they charge so much mm-hmm. for the stuff and these coupons subway coupons are actually pretty good so i don't know if they have to eat the coupon there's like no reimbursement from corporate or whatever right but they are always they always try to object to me about the coupon they're like i don't think that sandwich is on there buddy i can read and i'm reading the things that are exempt and this sub that i'm ordering is not on, and they will hassle me and i said why don't we scan it and see if it works beep Oh, oh, I gave the discount. It's the $5 foot long gone. Oh, yeah. That's been gone for a long time. It is. Oh, yeah. That was a good deal. Um, you can, okay. If you are a disciplined shopper, and this mm-hmm. is true at a grocery store, or it is true if you're going out to eat, if you are willing to be a disciplined consumer, you can't offset inflation, but you can mitigate a whole bunch of it if you're just willing to be flexible and smart and save your coupons when they come in the mail. All right, so we've got uh, USA Boxing making some changes and also a town hall with Donald Trump on the docket and Diego Morales putting his name oh, on a big check. Oh my gosh, Casey, this guy's back. Oh, he's, it's always, <laughs> it's never anything good with him. <laughs> We're going to get to all those things coming up from 93 WIBC. It is 1134 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the Secretary of State's office announced an election grant program going to try and help some Indiana counties fund improvements for their local election process. More than 60 counties are going to receive funding from the Federal Help America Vote okay, Act. Okay, so stop. So that's the mm-hmm. most important part of this mm-hmm. conversation thus far. What's the name of the act, Casey? It is the Federal Help America Vote Act. Okay, so what's the first word in the federal help america vote act federal yeah so that would imply (laughs) it comes from which government the federal government and last time i checked casey Mm -hmm. the secretary indiana secretary of state is not a part of the 
federal government. It's part of the Indiana government. Okay, so I just yeah. want to make sure we cl we clarify all this stuff mm -hmm. that you have. Uh, this program mm -hmm. is a federal program, yep. which means the money came from the federal government. You're well, talking about the two million dollars in funding from the federal government. Federal government, mm -hmm. which is paid by the federal government, which is funded by the federal government, which is. The taxpayers, Casey. Mm -hmm. Okay. The taxpayers are the federal government. Okay. Just make sure we're all on the same page. So this is money that came from us, the taxpayer, and the federal government then decides how to spend that money. And part of the way it decided how to spend that money was to give $2 million to the state of Indiana for some way to help people vote. I didn't know people. I thought, according to Diego, our elections were super secure and super safe, and there was no problems with them. I'm told that all the time by the Indiana General Assembly, but apparently we needed $2 million of money from the federal government, our money, to further secure Indiana's elections. Okay, reasonable people can disagree or agree with that. That's fine. However, we have agreed now, Casey, before we move forward in that conversation, in no way is Diego Morales either personally or from the state of Indiana funding this project. Is that correct? We can agree with that? Correct. Because the first word in that was <laughs> federal. federal, right? So WIBC has this story about this thing that he's doing. And the photo, Casey, yeah. is of Diego mm -hmm. Morales. He's the holding a big State. check. He is taking a big check to these counties. The one in the photo is uh, looks like, what is this? White County. White County. Mm -hmm. And it's got the check with the amount on it. Mm -hmm. Like you've won some sort of prize on the price is right or deal or no deal yeah. or whatever it's a big you're, oversized you're, check yes publishers clearing like house. they used to give away at the pga tour when mm -hmm. you'd win the tournament and at the top of the check and this is so offensive casey this is so offensive that he is doing this the top of the check you are like when you write a check to someone you know where it has your name and address, address. of the person writing the check mm -hmm. it has his name yeah at the top of the check yeah it says Diego Morales, Secretary of State, as though Diego Morales, in some act of great generosity, mm -hmm. has personally written a check. In this case, I believe it was $5,497 to White County mm -hmm. and is giving that money out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah. This is deception of the highest order. And it is totally what I would expect from a complete scumbag like Diego Morales. You remember Diego Morales, right? He was the guy who Todd Rokita, according to paperwork, fired from the Secretary of State's office because mm -hmm. he was a complete, complete incompetent buffoon and then somehow weaseled his way back in to the Secretary of State's office and then was about to be fired by Charlie White for the same buffoonery and incompetence before he quit. Do you remember who we're talking about? Yep. This is gross, Casey. This is gross because it isn't his money. It's not even state of Indiana. It's federal money, but it wouldn't make it even any better even if it was state of Indiana money. He is presenting this as though he's giving the money when in reality he is taking money, our money from taking money from other people and giving it away. So it should say American taxpayer. Yes. On top of the check. But instead, it says Diego Morales. This is, when I use the term legalized vote buying, mm -hmm. this is the exact, I can't say that word. This is the exact crap <laughs> I am talking about, where complete disingenuous buffoons like this guy use the power of their office. So he's going 
using a taxpayer-funded car. Mm-hmm. He's going using taxpayer-funded gas. If he eats, I can almost guarantee you it was paid for by the taxpayers. This giant check that he's presenting was paid for by the taxpayers. Everything he's doing is paid for by somebody else, yet he is going, giving the glory, and he's so narcissistic that instead of giving credit where credit is due, which is the money came from us, he's erasing us. This is how little respect Diego Morales has for you. He's erasing you, the taxpayer, who wrote this check and putting his name at the top of it. Yep, he plans to visit not only White, but also Stark, Jasper, Porter, Lake Counties, and also Benton Counties. So more checks with his name on it coming across the state. Doesn't that enrage you, Casey? Well, yeah, because he's trying to take credit like, I did this for you, (laughs) the Secretary of State, me, Diego Morales, I'm giving you this money. When in fact, it's not his money. And not one person in the Indiana Republican Party of any stature or Mm -hmm. anyone in the General Assembly will call him out. Mm -hmm. Not one member of the United States Congress will call him out. Not one member of the Republican Senate delegation or two senators will call him out. They will clap like seals and they will tell him this is great because this is who these people are. That's so gross. Diego Morales is just a disgusting human being. You're listening to Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. And the 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. Rob, I know that you're a uh, indie lifer. You've been in Brownsburg for quite a few years now. Have you ever thought of moving? <laughs> I think of moving every single day now, Casey, because I am I live in a place that is run by some of the dumbest, most incompetent people alive. You're probably considering that more and more as your daughter uh, gets older and older because, well, oh, yeah. schools. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look you look at what I, I mean. Because, you know, what, school. What a complete dumpster fire the Brownsburg Community School Corporation has become. And now all this drama with the superintendent and them trying to push him out and the school board being completely dishonest and anti-transparent about that. I mean, the school system a mess to begin with because the superintendent who they're trying to push out is in trouble because he didn't go radically left enough despite going super radically left. When your school board is run and overseen by Marxists and communists and lunatics, uh, you can never appease those people. So yes, Casey, when you couple how stupid the people are who run the town Mm -hmm. with how dangerous the people are who run the school board, Mm -hmm. yes, I'd like nothing more than to get the hell out of Brownsburg as soon as possible. Okay, so there's this new study out and it says that one in four Gen Z 
Sears say that they would like to move, but they want to move abroad. And that is for better social programs like universal health care. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Yeah, one in four want to move abroad for better better social programs like universal health care. Uh, also, 19% of Gen Z's wait, wait, say... Wait, 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 real quick, real quick. Yeah. If you were to ask them to explain universal health care, mm-hmm. like if you said to these Gen Zers... You realize that 60% of your paycheck's going to be gone. Right, and, and what you actually get with universal mm-hmm. health care. Isn't it amazing that the more government gets involved in health care, like every year it seems like government gets more involved in health care... And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Remember, during Obamacare, the premise of Obamacare was, your health care will not go up by one single solitary dime. Well, that was uh, 14 years ago, Casey. I don't know about you. My health care has gone up many, many, many dimes. (laughs) It has, and the care actually seems to be going down. It's harder and harder to get in to see a doctor. Uh, 19% of these Gen Zs say that they would like to move abroad for a new cultural experience. That is actually one of their top reasons. They also cite the cost of living in the United States, and they dislike the U.S. political environment. I don't like what's happening, so I'm going to leave. Okay, so let's address these individually. The cultural experience one, I think that's throughout kind of human history. Uh, For many people, a Mm -hmm. normal thing to want to experience something new, maybe. But it's usually like, I spent the summer studying abroad, or I spent a few weeks in Germany. I mean, Mm -hmm. look at Kevin's a great example. Kevin spent quite a bit of time studying music in foreign lands and, well, probably doing other stuff, but he was there to study music in foreign lands and he had a very good, positive experience. He didn't say, though, I want to back out and, and get the heck out of and America. Be an yeah, permanent, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's the first side of that. The other part is, if again you tried to work through with these people, you say you want these things or you're frustrated about these things, what do you think the cause of these things are I would bet a fraction of the people, the fraction of the people, could actually explain to you where inflation's coming you, from, like why they're so upset and what the root cause mm-hmm. is. Because newsflash, there's a good chance it isn't Donald Trump, right? Well, and that's the last thing they're saying they dislike the U.S. political environment. You know where they're free to choose. <laughs> it's, it, isn't this fascinating? Because and we talk about this all the time. Yes, our government sucks. But the reason our government sucks is not because someone planted a politician farm in the back of the White House and these incompetent, corrupt, horrible people grew out of it. They, they suck because we keep reelecting these people. Mm-hmm. We would, are to blame for this. That would be like a weed farm, actually. Uh, so the top places that they want to start a new life is uh, the United Kingdom, Canada. Wait, wait, wait. They're mad about all these things in America. Uh-huh. They want to go to the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, Canada, Japan. <laughs> Japan, <laughs> Netherlands, Singapore, Australia, Switzerland, Italy, Germany, and then Ireland. Isn't that so frustrating? Because America is the greatest idea ever conceived by man. It is inspired by God. We were given so many gifts in this country by God. And America, for much of its existence, lived up to, in many ways, I think the expectations God had when he created America, when he gave us this incredible, uh, you know, I mean, America is sort of, you know, it is the great, for all of those people, if you doubt if there's a God, 
Think about all the things that had to happen for America to be founded and become a thing, where you had some of the most brilliant people who have ever walked the face of the earth all together in the same place at the same time around a common cause. The odds of that happening alone. And they gave us this incredible thing. And for much of America's existence, I think we lived up to the promise and the expectation that God had for us, which is you think about America has freed more people than the rest of the world combined in the history of the world. America has created more wealth than the rest of the world combined in the history of the world. I mean, we did, we did many, many great things, but we have gone so far off track, especially when you look at a post-World War II American existence. It's so disappointing, Casey. Well, another reason that they want to move abroad, they cite warmer weather, warmer and sunny locations. <laughs> have they been to Florida? <laughs> but the top two countries that are, are picked, United Kingdom and Canada, is because that they want to go someplace where they speak English. Because 67% of the people, uh, the respondents, say they don't speak another language. So there it is. I don't like this country. I want to move away. But I have to go to a country where I can speak the language because I'm not going to change or assimilate to their way of life. Isn't it interesting, though, this is much of the problem we're seeing with the immigration issue in this country, Mm -hmm. in which... You take people like us. We are 100% not anti-immigrant. I've long believed America's immigration policy should be a big wall with a wide gate. But the wide gate means that if there are parameters to being allowed in through that wide gate, which is you are coming to us. You are coming because you like what we have to offer, which means we don't adapt to you. You adapt Mm -hmm. to our cultural norms. You adapt to our societal norms. Same thing with these people who are moving into Indiana from other states. I don't want a lot of growth in the state of Indiana because all we get with this growth is a changing of the culture, of the landscape, of the political climate. Everything changes, and I have to change for the people who come here. Well, there you go. You won't have to move abroad and get a new cultural experience. That is coming straight to you. Can I? Can I? I was talking with somebody about this uh, over Christmas break, and it's it's so true. Do you know how painful it is to have lived in one place your whole life? And that place has changed so radically over a very short period of time. I'm talking six to seven year time Mm -hmm. that you simply no longer want to be there anymore. I'm a pretty I'm a pretty undemanding person, Casey. I think, you know, I live a pretty in my personal life, a pretty reserved, low drama, Mm -hmm. low expectation lifestyle. And yet I look at the place that I've lived and because of pure incompetence and in, in many cases, probably just evil from people who are involved. They have totally gutted the fabric of the community I grew up in, the community I spent my whole life in and the community I was until very recently convinced I was totally going to be carried out in a box in. Mm -hmm. And you are seeing this in communities across central Indiana. You're seeing this in communities across our country. You're seeing this in our state. And it's all because of the people who are running the show. Okay, well, you could consider moving to another state. U-Haul has released their stats for 2023. And these are some of the states that people are moving to Texas, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Idaho, Washington, Arizona, Colorado, and Virginia. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she added that 
Arkansas is booming. In the last year, they jumped 26 spots upward in U-Haul's growth index. And she says that's because they keep cutting taxes. Hmm, what's that like? Improving schools, fighting crime. And uh, she says that the newcomers just keep flooding into Arkansas and they will continue to do so. I saw Indiana's growth was way down, too, from where it was uh, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like the 27th fastest growing state because Indiana, the 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 uh, the the substance of the policies does not match the rhetoric of the politicians. And ultimately, people are going to vote amongst other things, but but they're going to vote with their pocketbook. And the reality is, Indiana is a big government, high tax state. And yes, it's run by Republicans, but that's what many Republicans are now. They're the party of big taxes and big government. Okay, one other uh, thing that I wanted to share with you, and this is the question, how healthy are you? Now, to say that you're healthy, that's kind of subjective, right? Yeah. You could say I'm healthy, but uh, you know, at what level? Some people sure. consider some things healthy, some people don't. Uh, so, a new study came out and it says that on average, Americans rate themselves as 70% healthy. I think the medical community might disagree, Casey. I don't know how you come up with that number. I'm 70% healthy. It's like when you go to the hospital or you go to the doctor and they say, on the uh, frowny face scale, where are you? What is your pain level? Are you smiling or are you really, really angry? <laughs> Where are you on the healthy scale? Well, I'm 70% healthy. Well, Is that like the upper half, the lower half, the you know, a quarter of your body? Which which part is healthy, which part isn't? I think we can all agree though, Casey, as we bid adieu today that the one thing that makes you mentally more healthy is tuning into the Kendall and Casey show every <laughs> Monday through Friday 9 to noon. All right, thanks Rob. Thank you Kevin and thank you for listening today. This is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.